Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, it's a Wednesday podcast. Jerry and Al with you again. And we're going to start this way. Usually I start with like some, I don't know, some sports story, something like that. I'm going to start this way because this is the sentiment I am getting on Twitter by many people. We want more. We want more. You have any idea what I'm talking about there, Mr. Dukes? I don't. Yeah, you. They want to know. Here's what I have found. So we put out uh, the Al's Boring podcast that I hosted last week, which, by the way, I really enjoyed doing. Had a good time. We cut it off because we were kind of out of time. Although, quite frankly, it's a podcast. We should go as long as we freaking want. But that's fine. What I'm finding, though, is A, a lot of people are interested. B, people think I'm fantastic at interviewing. <laughs> uh, and C, they want to know more about you. And a couple of a couple of guys uh, were talking or at least mentioning on Twitter that it was really good kind of learning your, not your upbringing, but, but your upbringing in this business and how you got to being here. But what about Al the dude? Like, you know, your personal life. The dude, yeah. Yeah, like there's a lot. And you've told a lot of stories through the last seven, eight years. But now we've got some time to go in in depth. And I think we probably, when we get back from vacation, I do think even if it's a a podcast A, you do yours that you release on Tuesday, maybe we release an extra 30-minute bonus track. And what would this one cover? Well, I think this has got to cover a little bit more of the man as opposed to the professional, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I not mean, sure that there's any material there. Like, well, I mean, I don't there's really a lot. Of, there much. really is a lot of material there. Your personal life, your dating life. You touched on it in Tampa, which was interesting. We could do more on that, though. Um, what you've done over the years outside of here. I mean, hell, you've took guitar lessons. No one knows that <laughs> unless they listen to the show for those two days. Right. Go into the depths of that. I would love to pick your brain more about music. Okay. Which I find interesting, your knowledge of it and what you like, what you don't like, why you like it, why you don't like it, stuff like that. We could talk about, you know, Ticks on your penis when you did an event with Boomer, how that happens, how these things happen to you and right. you only. 
So I'm kind of with those people that are looking for more Dukes, and I'm in for it. All right. And up to doing it if you are when we get back. Sure, in I would be into doing that. Absolutely, Jerry. All right, fine. So do you now think we you'll have that. to? Do you think you'll have to prepare more for that interview? No, I don't. Because, because the, the career interviews are easy. As I do them every week, you just go. Then what happened? Here's and what I find. What's I, next? Yes, and and I tried not to do uh, that with you. I have found, and again, at nauseum, I've told you I've done a lot of shows here going back 10 years, that the worst interviews are the ones that are prepared. The guys that script the questions and, you know, God forbid what you say, God knows what you say, you just kind of move on in a different direction. I don't know, for whatever reason, I can talk to you about stuff and just have a conversation, and I think it's better that way, and it sounds good. So I think that's kind of the way we need to do it. I came in here on your career uh, podcast, and we just kind of got going. and Right. 50 minutes was up, and honestly, you know how much time we could have done on the David Lee Roth three months that you spent? Right, that was a short time, but probably a lot of We could of have done things. so much more on Ron and Fez. I would honestly would have liked to have gotten more into depth about the first three or four weeks of this show. Right. We didn't have time because we really started at the beginning. So part B will come mid-July. All right, Now I that like you've it. agreed to it and I've agreed yeah, to I'm it. Yeah, I'm in. I'll be in for that. Fantastic. I like talking about myself, Jerry. We all do. Everybody does. All right, so now we've gotten that out of the way. Now let's get to... Our normal nonsense. Oh, the podcast, yeah. yeah. And we'll start with your first topic. So this I saw on News 12 New Jersey. You know there's a News 12 Long Island, there's a News 12 New Jersey. And then I saw that yesterday, then it was in the paper today, uh, this new thing where, you know, you always have a case for your phone, Jerry, your iPhone or whatever fake phone you have since you didn't get the iPhone. Yeah, I have a, a droid. A I droid. I don't have a case either. Okay, well, you're supposed to have a case. But now there's a new case that looks like a gun, and it looks like an actual gun. I saw this. Yeah, and then people put the phone in the back pocket, and then the the uh, handle of the gun is sticking out. And when you're talking on the phone, it looks like you're holding the gun up to your head. I mean, you've got to be one side of stupid to buy yeah. this thing. Yes, a real tool, Jerry, if you will, to buy this uh, phone case. And then and then people will go, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe the police shot this guy." Yeah, because he was holding what looks like a real gun out. That's you know, trouble, Jerry, trouble. Yesterday, so from time to time, I have to park out front because, you know, the two-block radius that we look for for parking, there was nothing there. And I went out yesterday, and I put the uh, the card in the meter, and I got the receipt, and I'm walking down the block, and about, I would say, five feet in front of me, a little to my left, was a cop. And it looked like he had just come back from break from the food truck or something, whatever he was doing, but he was just in front of me. And he could kind of sense me behind him, and he kind of looked, and at the time he kind of looked over his shoulder, I had reached to my back pocket right. to grab the ticket. Yes. And I remember grabbing it, thinking, this doesn't look good. Like, if he's looking back at me, my arm is going behind me. Yes. So you can only imagine what these guys might think if you've got a gun case on your hip and you go to take it out and you're... Uh, just to text somebody like a dope. I just I don't understand the stupidity of some people, honestly. I guess at a different time it would have been a cool case. Right now is not a good time for it. Know what I was thinking just now? What would be a cool case for your iPhone? A really large ear. And then when you were talking on your phone, it, it would look like you were holding your really big ear. You want to create that? Yeah. Al's boring ear case. Al's big ear, big ass ear case. <laughs> now it's a big ass ear case. I always worry that you're talking about making a move when a cop is behind you and you don't want to. I always get nervous. I don't get pulled over often. Maybe once every three years I get pulled over. Right. Um, but when I have been pulled over, it's been nighttime and I always wonder what that's got to be like for a cop to be walking up to somebody's car that you've pulled over. It's dark in there 
and and people innocently go for the glove box. Absolutely, for, that's why the proper thing to do. I'm very proper when I get pulled over, Jerry. I roll both. I roll all my windows down as they're approaching. I put my hands on the steering wheel, both hands in sight. Then when he says license and registration, I say, "May I go into my glove box to retrieve those, officer?" And I'm never getting trouble with the cops, Jerry. No, you're the uh, you are the perfect. I'm I don't want to say criminal person. But you're the perfect suspect. The perfect person. You oh, are. Well, you are yeah. because you were speeding. There's a reason why they pulled you over. Right. They I suspected you of speeding or doing something. something. Yeah. But you are a dream for a cop. Yeah. Because there's no concern. Hands up. That's windows right. open. I don't cause any trouble. All good. And then I say, yes, may I go into the glove box? Have you ever been, and this happened to me about, I would say about eight months ago. It was right before the beginning of the new year, maybe November, something like that. Have you ever been pulled over for speeding and they got the wrong car? No. I got pulled over for going through a red light, and not only was it not red, it wasn't even yellow. I mean, I went through a green light, and I'm I'm 90% sure that there was a black car that was, you know, it was a black Jeep at the time that was three or four behind me that raced through and kept driving, made the turn another mile up, and then the cop pulls me over. He's like, you know, you, you, you blew the red light back down. No, I didn't. And long story short, he was going to give me a ticket even though I hadn't, the reason he didn't was because my license has been clean for 10 years or whatever it is. Right. And he basically said, I'm not going to give you a ticket and make this the first mark on your license. I'm like, but I didn't do anything. So it's just funny. You talk about, you know, with the cops. That, that kind of bothered me. Now, we're fortunate enough that we're that the cops love to listen to Boomer and Carton. So we get those police uh, cards, the yes. PBA cards. How do you... I don't, I've never used one. How do you introduce that into the... I never the have thing? used one. I never will use one. Oh, I use them. I have used them. So you hand it to them with well, your you're license? Supposed, yeah, the, my move is I hand them my license, registration, and the card. Hmm. And then they say, who gave you this? And I never remember. <laughs> but that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go, all right. Right. And we just got it. Now I, mean, I but just you know try what? to if, say Boomer's, Boomer and Carton's name as fast as I can. Yeah. I, I've never used one. I don't ever anticipate yeah. using one. But you know what? Let's hope we don't get pulled over. How about that? Good speaking, one, Jerry. Speaking of pulled over, it's all car racing. Mm. And uh, I saw this uh, today. You were talking about it uh, to me earlier, too. I was. What NASCAR is doing with Daytona, where you can basically trade in your flags and everything. Uh, there's what a lot flags? going on. Con- excuse me, the Confederate flags. Oh. So there's a lot going on uh, with this. The the General Lee with the Dukes of Hazard that shows being pulled off of what channel? TV Land. Right, TV Land. The because of the. I'm all for all this stuff. That's fine. You're for the Confederate flag, or you're for the no, don't, no, 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 no. I'm I all see. for these exchanges, I'm just clearing it, and up. I totally understand where we're going. Yes, I do think though, we're and tell me if I'm wrong. All right, we're crossing a little bit of a line when we're taking a TV show off the air. Are we not? I will be honest. I do not. Uh, my um, knowledge of the Confederate flag is not great. I don't well, know what I honestly don't know what it represents and, until recently. What I'm hearing, sure. Like when I would see the General Lee, I loved Duke's Hazard as a kid. Leonard Skinner flies the yeah. Confederate flag. I honestly, I knew it had something to do with the South. The South, sure. I didn't know what the symbol really was to some people. And now you do. And now I do. So knowing what that is, yeah, I mean, it, I always go risk reward. A TV land is risking putting it on because the flag, Confederate flag, is on the general way. What's but, the reward? It's not like okay. that show's getting huge ratings for them. Oh, you're right. You but it's I mean? also a show that it's a, it's they were the Duke a, boys. Yeah, I man. So you think about you know TV in the in the in the early '80s. 
That's, you know, you got Fantasy Island, you got the Dukes of Hazard, you right. got Dallas. I mean, you've got a few that really stick out. The thing's been running for 30-something years. Yes. All of a sudden now we're going to take that show off because of the car. Yeah. That, by the way, I had those cars when I was growing Me up. Me too. I have one still at my desk. Right. So At home. I don't know. I just think I understand what we're doing, and it's certainly awareness is the biggest factor here. Yes. But I also think there's a portion of trying to erase our history as opposed to learning from it and getting better. Does that make any sense? Who would teach us about the Duke boys? Plus, the Duke boys were in trouble anyway with the cops all the time. Yes, they were. Terrible yeah, role yeah, models. Okay. But Roscoe no. P. Coltrane and Enos yeah. were not exactly... And you're right, Boss Hogg, he... He was a pig. He was not on the up and up. No, he wasn't. So, I don't know. This whole thing, I, like I said, with what's going on, great. I support all of it. I just think there's a line that we could cross, and that that one to me took me by surprise. How many, TV show how many Daytona 500 people will be trading in there? It's a great question because you know what? An American flag. You're talking about. They love it down south. Now, they I don't love think, that flag. I don't think Daytona, you're talking deep south, like you'd be talking about Mississippi yeah. or Louisiana. Florida's weird. There's a lot of transplanted New Yorkers. Weird. Yeah. People from New Jersey and Connecticut down there. But I don't know. I mean, does it have an overwhelming response, or are people angry about it down there? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, listen, the Confederacy doesn't exactly stand for wasn't great, and that's kind of the issue here, and I get it. But Let's just all know. have American flags. No even putting well, out those flags that say spring on your front lawn. Just all American flags. I, that's the other thing. No, it's I another mean, solid flag, Jerry. Sorry, the POW flag. That's always a good one. Absolutely. No, no you doubt. should take down your Dallas Cowboys flag. I haven't had that flag up in nine years. Oh, I see. But you so wanna, you've taken it down. You want to rip on me for my flag? <laughs> That's fine. Just my dad was American. a soldier, so you don't have to tell oh, me is about. That right? You know, come where on. did your dad? Which uh, where did he fight? Vietnam. My dad as well. Vietnam. He's a Purple Heart uh, as well. Oh, you had a one up me. I'm my not dad one upping won, anybody. My was, dad won two listen, Purple Hearts. Really? Mm-hmm. For what? Saving stuff. Oh, well, Private Ryan. Wrong war. It's not I actually just stuff. talked to my dad about. Vietnam. It's crazy, isn't it? He was not there very long. He was stationed in the Philippines. Oh, really? Which I legitimately, if you gave me a globe, could not even well, begin listen, to look for the Philippines. Nine out of ten people can't, if you give them a country and yeah. give them the, a blank map or globe, yes. can't figure, they couldn't even figure out where Texas is, half yeah. of them. So that tell I me where the, the Philippines big, the is. State. You know what I mean. I bet you they couldn't pick out where Nevada is or Iowa. Iowa, even for if sure, you no. even if you outline the states, they right. couldn't do it. Was Texas, like a, Florida, New York, yeah, right, and California. Those fine. are very easy. To, right, Michigan. You, it is like true. Anyway, I don't know. So I your think dad we, was in Vietnam how long? Yes, uh, I believe he was eighteen months. Eighteen months, I believe, or seventeen months. Man, we grew up in a different era where you didn't have to join the military. Well, he didn't join. He was drafted. He was. Yes, he was drafted. My dad quit high school to join the military. Did he really? Yeah. During that time. God bless well, him. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know when that was, but. The 60s. Oh. Uh, could have been early 70s, too, by the way. Yeah. No, my dad, let's see. My dad was born in 44. He went in when he was 17. Oh, 18. So you're probably talking the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Early 60s. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And then, yeah. you, I mean, I've looked at pictures. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And he actually had shrapnel from a grenade. Really? His head. That's why. That's how he got out, basically, and that's where he got the uh, purple heart. Really? Does he display the purple heart? He does not. He doesn't talk about anything, really. Really? He's talked to me about it once or twice, and the last few years, a little bit more. As Matthew's grown up and started to learn about it, he's talked to him about it. But that is not something that's a daily or weekly or monthly conversation yeah. ever. Jerry, and on this Fourth of July weekend, we salute our troops, men and women. Agreed.
And luckily, I, I didn't have to uh, join the military. And now I'm too old for it. <laughs> That's the one positive about getting older. You, that is, you are not eligible for the draft. That is true. And as someone who has kids, some it scares you to death. It does, right? Of course. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jerry, back to dumb sports. Uh, I saw this uh, multiple times. And now um, this Luke Ridnor from the NBA. <laughs> Luke Ridnour. His last name is R-I-D-N-O-U-R, I believe. It's Luke Ridenauer. Luke Ridenauer? Yes, I promise you. Now, this, the, uh, I saw an article <laughs> that said he's been traded. He's a guard in the NBA. He's been tra- traded five times in one week. Yeah, I don't understand this. I thought there were rules against that. Why do they keep dealing this guy to all different places? I honestly have no idea. I was thinking, though, like, if this were me, I would want a jersey from each place I was traded to and put on my wall. Well, I would certainly think you're... You know, you, you you should. I mean, you are a member of that organization for at least five minutes. Imagine you keep, every time you, you get picked by like, oh, the Grizzlies take you, then you go, okay, I guess they're looking for houses in Minnesota. And then like, you well, know, 20 be, minutes. That would be Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> T-Wolves would be in Minnesota. The Grizzlies are in Memphis. Isn't a T-Wolf a grizzly bear? I don't know. I mean, I, they're all the same. Anything I, not in the no, major no, cities, wolf, no one it's cares. it's not a bear. Listen, if you're not a basketball team in New York, Chicago, Cleveland, Golden State, God. I don't know. A lot of these... these The Jazz, uh, by the way, don't play in New Orleans anymore, just so you a know. A lot of these mascots are stupid. And Grizzlies is stupid. And T-Wolves, both inconsequential... Um, teams. I actually thought. I something. remember when Minnesota was, was going to get a team. The Grizzlies? Uh, no, the T Wolves. T Wolves. I thought their name should have been the Blizzard. That would be good. And I also thought this because we're talking about maybe a team going to Las Vegas, maybe a hockey team. The Strip. Oh, I like that. How good is that? Right. I don't know why I was thinking of this last night, but Where, I was. There's got to be some contest going on in these towns. <laughs> I'm sure, there you is. could get in on this. By the way, just ask me. The Strip. I give you the team. Yeah, the Strip. I like that. The Strip. Also, here's something for you, Jerry. I know we love to know what people eat and all that sort of nonsense. So Wendy's, for a short time only, limited time, Jerry, they're offering something called Baconator Fries, which is French fries with a blend of cheddar cheese sauce, smoked bacon, and shredded cheddar cheese drizzled over the Wendy's fries. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Are you kidding? I saw a picture of these. This has got Craig written all over it. I think he would love that. Look at those Baconator fries. Limited time only, Jerry. Wow. You ever have the, this is sort of like the thing called the train wreck fries that they serve in some places? Yeah, yeah. Um, During my fatter days, when I really wasn't caring what I would eat, and I was working at uh, corporate offices uh, for CBS Radio, our offices were right across the street from uh, Virgil's Barbecue, which is a terrific barbecue place in Times Square. Right. So me and uh, Chris, who I worked with over there, we used to go for lunch a couple days a week, and we would we would split a um, train wreck fries. Unbelievable. And it was so good, too, right? <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is the problem I'm having, all right? It's delicious. It's like, all right, my buddy came over, exercised last night. That's fine. I had a good night, good day eating. Everything was great. Today, fine. I'm going on vacation, right? Yeah, you what gotta, am I supposed to do? No, vacation, you break the rules. But here's the thing. When we were doing the insanity two years ago, I was as strict as strict could be for the first seven weeks of that and things were going great and then i went on vacation and i let loose a little bit a yeah. couple of meals and i gained four pounds that week yeah like the, the food is so bad in restaurants for you yes that it's just so the worst difficult. thing is if you go on a cruise 
I've done that before a because few times. Because there's food available 24-7 and it's free. Because you've yes. already And you feel like, yeah, I paid for this. You I'm, might as well eat it. I'm getting another ice cream. Do you know how many nights Kim and I, after whatever, it'd be midnight, and we've eaten dinner already. We've already gone to the ice cream bar because what the <laughs> hell, it's available in between it's, it's dinner dessert. and the sh- Right, in between dinner and the show. Oh, it's ice cream. All right, fine. And then, or after this, or whatever. Then the night would be over. We'd be leaving the bar. It'd be 1 o'clock. We, it was Royal Caribbean. We'd be passing by the pizza parlor. Oh, yeah. Hey, want some pie? I mean, and she would look at me like, you're really going to eat that? And I, exactly, I'm like, we paid for we it. Paid. I'm eating it. In fact, yeah, in order to get our money's worth, we have to eat it. I mean, really crazy. Yeah. Can so I leave you with this? Watch out on your cruises. Yes, Jerry. I want to ask you a question. All right. Maybe you saw this already. Oh, okay. And if you did, if you were on Family Feud. Yes. And I asked you for the top five answers given. On the board. For words that come after the word strip. Go. Club. I would Tease. Think, Okay, strip club was number one. So there were NFL players on it last week, and this is just coming out now. It hasn't been shown. I guess it was shown yesterday or two days ago. One of the guys, and forgive me, I forget who it was. I I know who it was. Yeah. You saw the answer? It was Vernon Davis of the 49ers. Who goes furs? Strip purrs. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry that I forgot to get that for today. See, again, if I don't write stuff down, I see it the day before a show. If I don't write it down, I forget it. And when I saw it earlier in the week, it was it was all the audio was terrible. It wasn't I found a pretty good, good one use. Yeah. yesterday. I saw a good one, Strip and I wanted to do it today, per. and I forgot, and I I don't know why I just thought of it. I'm not going on vacation by myself, or I'm going to strip clubs or anything, right? For whatever reason. Oh, we were talking about the strip, the Las Vegas yeah, the team. Strip, That's yes. what lodged my my brain. And that um, Steve Harvey, who hosts that show, yeah. who I had no, in, I had just no interest in Steve He's Harvey. Great. I saw him. He was on Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians and Cars. Him. He was really Very terrific, good. and I I loved his take on comedy and everything. And now I I like him just based on that Comedians and Cars. He's about as grounded a celebrity as yeah. I think I've ever seen. Just seems like a normal dude. Yeah, he was. It was a cool. If you uh, check out the comedians and cars getting coffee, that's a good one. Yeah, when are Steve we doing uh, sports radio guys commuting in cars to New York City? <laughs> that was a failed web series. Well, we didn't try it. Oh, that's right, we didn't. We're try gonna periscope it. now. That. We could, we could have done, nowadays, right? We could periscope. Yes, it. we could. We could put a couple of you know, the phones right in the yeah. car. Everybody can watch us not saying anything <laughs> to each other for fifteen minutes from three. Uh, you know, yeah, three thirty on. Right. Exactly. Hmm. All right. All right. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.